0: Or wherever you
2: get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles.
3: This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez.
4: Hey, Eric, we are back with another episode of He Said, Ella Dijo with a guest star de lujo. I am so happy, guys. I've known Diana Maria Rivas desde... Oh, my God. I don't even know how many years. It's been a long, uh, for a long time. I did a pilot many, many, many years ago for NBC called Miss Miami, and she played my sister.
5: I'm very cool.
4: Yes. So we collaborated, and then we have, we stay friends um, through all these years, and I've seen her career grow and grow. And you know what? She's like a Lisa Vidal to me one of those girls that i is one of my favorite people just because she is good people and she's funny and she's a girl's girl and she is happy for everybody's s- success and just good people so i am so excited to have her here and listen mega talented talk about a good freaking actress that's diana maria riva anybody that hires diana they know they're going to have a solid performance and she steals every single show it's <laughs> amazing
1: so i am so happy she's here
2: Podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel every Thursday, each episode provides an in depth exploration into the formative artists. From police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go.
8: I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
1: In my best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it.
4: I was telling my husband that I'm, I'm so happy that you're here because you're one of my favorite people in the world.
7: I adore you. I <laughs> love watching you both. Every time I watch your podcast, I thought, here's, here's what we have down. Latin women, Latina women have the art of redefining things by way of vocabulary. So if you say to her, And I love watching the two of you do this. She's like, that's not what you said. And you say, that's what I said. But what I said was, and I said it this way. And, or like, you you know, or or, or, you'll say something like, um, you don't need to, you know, something like about her having an opinion. It's like, it's not not telling me what to do. It's not telling me what to do. It's giving you other options. (laughs) We have a very clever way of, of kind of redefining our vocabulary. And I love watching that banter between the two. Every time I even
5: give her other options, she just says, you're controlling me. Don't control me. Like, <laughs> how can other options always be controlled? So if a director gives you a note, they're controlling it's, you. It's a different doesn't thing. work in work like that, but in yes. relationships, yes. it's control.
4: Is not my husband. A director can direct no. me, not you.
7: Unbelievable. <laughs> so we can cut down on time and just get to the point. So yes, absolutely, you can stay in. And it saves everybody time.
4: Exactly.
6: Unbelievable.
7: Anyways, oh my God, I'm so happy.
4: So Diana, okay. You've been doing this for how long? Uh, Mine is like 26 years. How much for you? The same, right?
7: About the same. About the same. I got here in like, uh, I mean, I I studied theater. I graduated from college. I came out here in 95. Okay. thought I was going to be here temporarily to do a play and go back to Ohio, but the play turned into a development deal. And then that was it. I found myself living in Los Angeles, knew nothing about television and film. So yes, about the same amount of time, and it's been a good journey, and it's been, um, you know, I feel, I give a lot of credit to my team. Okay. I have a team of powerhouse women behind me, agent manager, who have always believed in in my work, so they never settled for just one type of role. Mm-hmm. They've always pushed the door and, and you know, said, uh, you know, knocked on those doors and said, we get that you are, you're looking to cast a woman that falls in this category, in this category, yeah. but you should see her for the role. And because of that, I feel like I've had just a delightful career of so many roles and that that vary from one extreme to the other. And it's been great.
4: And you are so amazing on every single one of them. It's like, this girl can do it all. What do you you're prefer? just so talented.
5: Comedy, drama, do you have a preference? Or I mean, people always ask that and it's like, uh, I, love, I love both. I mean, you want, you love the job yeah. and then you, you, you adapt.
7: You know, I, you do, I think that's, isn't that what we got into the business for? Yeah. We love to jump into the shoes of all different kinds of personalities. I don't want to be put into one yeah. classification or one category. I want to play a Renaissance woman that maybe didn't, doesn't fit anything in my life. I want to play someone like Adela, who is very close to the skin, many close degrees of separation. Um, even my character on Dead to Me, a 180, you know, a detective. I love all of that. And I can't say that I like one more than the other. There's something delicious about both, about falling into those humorous personalities and then the drama trauma of somebody else's angst and anguish. Just, it's weird, but I love it both.
5: We That's love awesome. Dead to Me, by the way. Oh, my God, I love, love it. it. I love it. <laughs> and
4: you, can I tell you something? So good. I just worked with one Thanks. of your co-stars, Brandon.
7: yes. He yes.
4: did an episode of um, Fantasy Island, and I'm such yes, a big that's right. Yes, that's right. Yes, and I'm yeah, such, a of, have- yeah, such a big fan of yeah, such a big fan of Dead to Me. that I was so when I looked at the call sheet, I'm going, "Who's playing this character?
7: Oh my god! I was so excited was, <laughs> that he was there."
5: Was your experience great on that show? It was a lot of it's fun. It's
7: great. Yes, it's been wonderful. We just wrapped our third and final season, which oh. will be out this fall.
5: Okay, can't wait.
7: So get ready cuz
6: <laughs> really it's a wild so ride
7: good. but you know when you when you're when you're in the company of people like Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini, James Marsden and Brandon as well you are just you you have to raise your bar you have to you know bring your A game because they're amazing at what they do they're amazing at diving into a character so seamlessly and then improvising wow. and you run with it. And then Liz Feldman, creator of the show, yeah. gave us the room to have those moments of, of improv and stuff and, and let us banter off of each other, which made it even richer mm-hmm. and even more gratifying. Yeah. So that, you know, as, and as heavy as the material was, as difficult as it was, it was, those, those moments of levity mm-hmm. really, you know, that was splitting a hair with yeah. those characters. like When I went up for that role, um, w- it was not planned at the time that I was going to have the arc, that Detective Perez was going to have that arc. And then by the end of the first season, there was a-, a shift there. And by the beginning of the second season, when they asked me to come back, Liz Feldman uh, pulled me aside and said, I'm going to tell you where your character's going so that you know where her thoughts are, where her mentality is. And then, you know, kind of the the icing on the cake was when she came to me and said, I never, I just planned for her to be a detective until I met you.
6: Oh, and wow. that's an
7: actor's dream, right? Yeah. We go wow. there and we hope that we inspire them to do more. Ultimate yeah. compliment. Characters. So dream come true. Awesome, it's awesome, sure. right? You always say awesome. you want
5: great writing, it elevates you. But the truth is when you can elevate the writing, then you get that compliment, right? Cause they only yeah. saw it as a detective playing this role and that might've been it. And it, not that it was bad writing, but it's what it was you came yeah. in as an actress elevated it and they're like we need her back because yes, she did something I more agree. than we anticipated and
7: that's yes ultimate, that is the
5: marriage yep bueno. that's ultimate the
7: compliment. That
4: we're looking for yeah that i saw the the little the the teaser that the, the real you know the the trailer yes. mm-hmm. and i smiled beginning to end and it's such a good feeling when you watch something because listen it was shot in puerto rico the whole yes. crew of Gordita Chronicles is pretty much the crew of Fantasy Island. The fact that it was shot in Puerto Rico and, and I know so so many of them, I want this to win so badly, you know. And yeah. and everybody was so excited in Puerto Rico. Everybody's so excited to 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 see it, you know, to for it to be out. And I saw the trailer while I was in Puerto Rico, and I remember the DP, our, our camera operator, that then became the DP as well. Que tú conoces, yeah. Rafi Molinari. And he see. came running to me, saying, "Ross, Ross, the teaser is out for gorditas. Did you see it?" And I'm going, "I just did, and I loved it. I was so happy. It's so endearing, and just, and just you just you just make me smile. You just make me smile."
7: Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> I I have to say, well, first of all, you should know. Yes, you're right. Oh, pretty much the entire crew that you have for Fantasy Island, we had, and I knew, and that became clear to me today that we had suspended shooting for the moment because there was a really bad um, lightning storm. Um, and the generators were kind of flip so we just decided to wait a second for the lightning storm to go by. Yeah. So to, to, um, to, for a little downtime, everyone started watching something and I come walking in onto set and they have set up this giant screen of airing fantasy island and the entire crew with popcorn sat there and watched the whole thing they they were they hadn't even gotten the chance to see you know so they watched i think two or three episodes in a row and i was like taking video they were so happy they miss you so much and and i have to say one of the best and hardest working crews i have ever encountered in my 25 years wow. in this town. They were I mean they they had they you know all that vibrance all the life everything but uh, tú sabes como son claro. los son lo mejor que hay ¿verdad? De verdad que sí. So I knew I was walking into something beautiful oh, already. And buena. believe it or not Growing up, uh, spending every summer of my childhood, youth, teen, up through college in the Dominican Republic, I had never been to Puerto Rico. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. I know. Uh, My mother lived there when they left during the Trujillo regime. Uh They went to Puerto Rico and they lived there for five years, and this was an amazing story. She she grew up next to a family with these three sisters um, that became her best of friends somewhere along the line two of those sisters found me on facebook we connected you know and they were like we were your mom's best friends and my mother had so many stories about them when i told them when i was coming to puerto rico to film they said let's keep in touch so we can meet someday okay when i told the one the oldest sister or the yeah the oldest sister, i told her where i was living in puerto rico she said i live next door literally next door so i got there met her we facetimed my mother they hadn't seen each other since they were 15 years old and it was just this love fest it was so beautiful so emotional and kind of a full circle moment to be down there and that's just you know that's the entire heart of the 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 island once you're family you remain family and what a better place to create such love and heart which in gordita it was all about that Mm -hmm. it was all about this family and and this new this new found life and world that was so, um, that they had presumed so many things would be one way and look one way and they're they're surprised that it's not and, f- and they have to go on this journey of finding their footing and that whole, and and they have only each other really to, to hold each other up, to continue supporting each other. And it was that way just being there in Puerto Rico just filming that, everybody Aww. was that family. Did you so. enter,
4: Did you end up staying at my friend's place in Isla Verde? Did you rent that condo? Did.
7: Oh, ah, I did. Nice. I, I, I I get a little envious when I'm, when he says he has other people staying there. I'm like, okay, but just make sure <laughs> <Yeah. that a laughs> for me. I'm like the mother-in-law. I'm like, I'm coming, and I literally <laughs> left my weights in the closet. I'm like, save my weights. <laughs> you know? I'm so glad he worked
3: out. And no you guys are coming great. back
5: for a second season, right?
7: We have yet to hear. Oh, yeah, yeah. yet to hear. I okay. hear that we'll we'll know shortly after it, it premieres on, the, on June 24th.
4: Okay. Of course. Oh, my God. At that process, I'm assuming that was an offer. Or you had to. Did you have to read for that? I was got an offer.
7: No, I read for it. You did. And um, one of the the this was, you know, here we are in the in the age of COVID, post COVID ish. And we did chemistry tests on a zoom, which is like, these. how are you supposed to do it? A chemistry exactly. Test. So yeah. exactly. The actor who plays my husband, Juan Javier Cardenas, you're going to fall in love with him. You're going to fall in love with this cast, but I'm just saying like, I've never had anyone make me laugh so hard on set and he doesn't try. He just is. And where is he from originally? He is, uh, uh, born in Miami, Cuban, Puerto Rico,
4: Cuban, Puerto Rican. Okay. Yeah.
7: And they brought, so they cast me in the role and they brought Juan, they brought four guys in to, to do a Zoom like this. I knew he was the one. Mm. I knew it. I could feel it. And when he, and so when each man left the Zoom room, I was still there in the uh-huh. Zoom room with, with the execs. And when he left, I said, like, Mira he's the only one that made me blush through a lens. So what do you think? You know, like that tells me everything. Mm. Like that's the guy who got to me. And we are just, we have so much fun, and we fell right into step with each other playing husband and wife, you know, and 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 parents because we were both parents, mm-hmm. and we, you know, that that ultimate of like, you don't give up on your family, you don't give up on your spouse, and that's something that you know that that was very familiar to him. So we just everybody but, kind of fell into this this these roles very naturally. And Olivia, who plays Google, uh-huh. who's never performed a day in her life, wow. I know. Let me tell you something. First of all, this girl is a complete newbie, Newbie, but while we were shooting the pilot, by day seven, she was like, you guys, that door was closed in the last shot. We're gonna have a continuity problem. <laughs> so, cool. you know, she was God. being married, so, um, Dominican roots herself. And she's just kind of authentically being Her, and there's something about even her personal story of never having performed, acted, it's complete foreign land to her, complete Mm -hmm. foreign So there's a lot of that energy in this character itself, but she approaches it almost very similar to the way she approaches life. Like, why not? I'll try, why not me? And it's so really beautiful to watch. Is this based on a book? It's based on the creator's true story. Okay. She and her family um, immigrated from um, the DR in Puerto Rico when she was around the same age to Miami. Her father worked for Eastern Airlines. Uh-huh. Um, got a, a job offer in Miami, and they I think they thought it was going to look one way, be one way, and then it was it was a journey for them all. And I think that's the universal element in all of it is that. It doesn't have to be a Dominican family, an Italian family, a Jewish family. It is that story about all of us in various chapters of our lives when we're placed in a new situation and we're trying to find our our place and our space. Whether you are um, walking into a new job, moving into a new neighborhood, going to a new school at a 12 year old's age, at my husband's uh, job, at my place in my life. And this, Adela comes, and she had this lavish life in the DR, and then shes they've downsized their living when they find out the United States is actually quite expensive. They're, it's not a lateral move, mm-hmm. and yet she has to find what is her place. Aside from supporting her husband and, and believing in him and the family, what is she going to do now? These women all work. They go and they do other things. They multitask, and they... And they, uh, you know, and who are her friends? Who are, who is her family there? They have no one. And that's what, that's not what they're used to. They're used to family, friends all the time, 24 seven. So we, I think anyone can identify with that when they walked into some, a new place or a new chapter in their life. It's like, where do I fit in? How do I fit in? Do you tackle
4: the subject of body image? I'm just thinking because of the title, Gordita Chronicles, does body image play a role? Or no?
7: Absolutely, and I think it, it does kind of fall into that that true coming of age story where she's not just dealing with the fact that in the Dominican Republic a term like gordita is little chubby, little chunky is a term of endearment. Nobody gets offended when you're called a little miña gordita or wow. you know mi gordo when you're talking about your 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 boo, mm-hmm. you know whatever. But here, the first thing that they they address is that when they call her gordita, they call her fatso, mm-hmm. and it's they clearly establish that it doesn't offend her she 's surprised that they take such offense and they use it as an insult, but she doesn't take it in as an insult. She continues to remain firm in in who she is and even though she's discovering things like a normal twelve year old like what do, what you know what does it feel like to um, kiss a boy mm-hmm. what is it like to have a crush you know so all those things are tackled too and it's it 's more into the body image of just kind of a natural um, the natural road of challenge that a teenager goes through. It's it's not um, as much as it, it is cultural. It's more, I think, just what every teenager goes through.
4: Cool.
1: A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then, fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.
0: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating
8: Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: I used to have so many men.
8: How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications.
6: She had a Harvard plaque
5: And Eva directed the pilot or all the episodes? How, how did that work? Was it the one? The pilot, right? Just one episode. The
7: pilot, yes. She directed the pilot. We had some wonderful directors come through. We had Melissa Fumero come through. Uh, directing? Yes. Yeah. Oh,
4: wow. Good. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I didn't we know that. Some, Beautiful. Some
7: real powerhouse, some great women come through. And it was a wonderful, diverse group of. Of women um, that came through and directed, so there is, you know, there's some wonderful things going on, obviously, in, um, in front of and behind the camera, That'll. which we see often and which we want to see more of, and mm-hmm. and and then you wonder, you know, after all these years being here, Rosalind, you see all these women. I mean, through interacting. I was like, where have you been? Yeah. I didn't even know. And why mm-hmm. haven't we worked together yet? And mm-hmm. that shouldn't be, it should be you know. more of, oh, you know, we worked well, you and I worked together. Yeah, We did a pilot together years ago. Years like, ago,
4: Miss Miami. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, with fantasy this season and every single, every single, the, the two seasons we've done, the majority of directors are female, which we think is, is fantastic, but you're right. I've never heard of them before. I don't know who they are. And I'm going, I'm so, I'm so confused, you know, and they do yeah. work a lot. But when mm-hmm. I did, for example, Without, Without a Trace, many years ago, I did five seasons of that. I remember Marta.
5: Well, you have bad I remember period, two so. female
4: directors in five years. you she, say that, yeah? She has
5: bad memories. Of this. There could have been 20 directors that were female.
7: No, no, no. I'm thinking about no, 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 that. I don't have she bad memory. I remember what I want to remember. <laughs> exactly. Maybe,
4: maybe. But I, thinking about it, in five years, I remember only two female directors in five years of shooting a show. Insane, and, right? and
7: that's what we hope to see now becoming the norm. The same thing happened on Dead to Me. I think by season two, it had moved to all women directors. Oh wow! So there is there is a wave of coming through. Listen, there's room for everybody. We know this, but the, the the invitation has to be there. Yeah. Um. So the fact that we're seeing it more often, and then more Latina directors, it's like it's 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 overdue. It's overdue. Are
4: you directing an episode? if It comes back for a second season.
7: This is. This is the discussion. This is the talk. This is what this is the next chapter. And here it is. Like, I, I'm already like, well, what's my footing in this? Why am I waiting? There's no reason to wait anymore. Yeah. And, and people like you and Eva, who have really continued to pave the way mm-hmm. for um, Latina actresses to go forward with this, it, you know, the one thing I keep hearing is you know more than you think you do. Exactly. I can get caught up in that vulnerability of, I don't need another camera. And everybody says no. And I literally look, to you, to Eva, and I mm. see Melissa and you guys doing it, I'm like, I can do this, I can do this, and, you can do and it. that whole, this whole thing, just like the characters. I'm going to tell
4: it. you something, I wanted to do this short, right, I wanted to direct so badly, and I said, I'm going to have to find the vehicle, I'm going to have to ride the vehicle for myself, because nobody's yeah. going to give it to me, I'm going to have to sh- I'm going to have to have a, a letter, a presentation, you know, for them to believe it, so I, I was petrified, and I ended up writing this short, I remember that I gave it to one of my co-stars, Demian Bichir, right? He, was, the Grand he did Grand Hotel with me, this fantastic Mex- Mexican actor. He said, you know, I'm going to direct yes. this we thing. We
7: bridge together. Exactly.
4: That's- I did this thing and I've got the finance, but I'm petrified because I don't know how to communicate with a director of photography. I know exactly what I want. I know the story I want to tell, but I wouldn't yes. be able to say, I need lens. Give me a 135. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really understand about lenses. He read it and he sat me down and it was so instrumental when he said, you don't need to, you don't need to know. You're going to tell him your vision. You're going to tell him, I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to hear. Just have a little, you know, draw it and edit the whole thing in your mind. And then it it's is. up to him. But once you communicate that he knows exactly what's the lens you need, uh, you don't need that. So forget about it. And I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I go yeah. to Puerto Rico. I'm in pre-production. I'm freaking out. I'm acting like I know my shit. I'm acting like I'm, you know, I'm acting the whole, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the pre-production. Like everybody believes that I know exactly what's happening. I am petrified <laughs> But I'm like, I know how to act. They're not going to know I'm petrified. You know, that first day that I said action, I was so elated and so mad at myself that I didn't do this 10 years ago because I was so comfortable. And I was like, I know what, what to do. I know exactly what to do, you know, and I'm so proud of the product and I still have a lot of learning to do and I will, you know, but I, it, it, it's about believing Diana. I mean, I got this email about this director, this producer that wants to meet me to direct a episodic, one episode of something. And I'm telling Eric, how the heck I'm going to pull that off? I've never done episodic TV. You know, I've done it as an actress directing. And I just had to check myself and be like, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I know exactly how yeah. to do it. You know, so yeah. just stop the fear. If they're calling yeah. you, it's because they see something. They see it in yourself because they're seeing yeah. it. You know, and it's right. been it's been incredible. So please go direct an episode yeah, we next definitely
5: season. Definitely need more Latin females directing. We I will. Do. I do.
7: I'm going to call them and say Sanchez says that you need to. Me. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> I don't know my lenses either, but she said somebody <laughs> will tell me what to <laughs> do. Yeah,
7: I mean, I mean, I mean. no, but I, I I appreciate that. I do, yeah. and and. Honestly, you know, just like any other place of business or whatever, we're here to uplift and support each other and encourage each other to move forward, and you know, so we don't stay stagnant. Yeah. And that's 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 a gift, and I'm grateful for that.
4: That's so awesome.
7: Thank you. Anyways, yeah. we love you,
4: and I can't yeah. wait for the I show to come. I love you guys. Yes.
7: Oh my God, Eric, it is so. I'm glad you guys are doing this. I love seeing this dynamic. I think it's important for people to see mm-hmm. it and just see the richness of the differences, which is great. Yeah. I just love it, love it. Love <laughs> Thank it. Thank you yeah. for that. The, the, the differences,
4: I'm just like, a I love it. He said ella
7: dijo. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you bueno, so mama, much.
4: Cuídate, I'll see you soon. Thank you for having me. Claro que Keep si. kicking butt. Un <laughs> beso. Bye. She's lovely. Oh my god, I love her so much. So
5: so talented. I love oh. so many things that she's done. The bridge is something we haven't seen, and I've always wanted to see that. She's amazing,
4: and you know she has two kids. They're gorgeous. They're like grown, grown now. They're both teenagers or more.
5: They're beautiful
4: children. She's awesome. Yeah,
5: mega talented. Gordita
4: Chronicles, everybody, let's support. It is so cute. It was not in Puerto Rico like fantasy. Absolutely. And it's gonna. I I think it's gonna be HBO
5: Max out today.
4: Today. Oh Today. my God. Okay. So we have something to watch tonight. I can't wait. All right. Love okay, you. Love you.
5: Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think.
4: If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said, ella dijo or send us an email. Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said, ella dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura podcast network.
1: See you next time. Bye. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season 3 of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.
0: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA,